This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, it's the Sharp Tongue Podcast, your girl Jessie May, sitting right here in the main chair, ready to tell you about where the fuck I've been. Here's a little hint, been washing dad's balls. Ah <laughs> 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 oh, shit, more ball washing, stay tuned. This week's Sharp Tongue Podcast is getting real personal. Oh God, where do I begin? Uh, first, I want to say I hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope you were fortunate enough to shove food in your face. I hope you were fortunate enough to spend it with your loved ones and maybe even people you don't love so much. Maybe you spend it with family members who you only see on Thanksgiving and that's enough because you know your creepy uncle always busts out his acoustic guitar and plays his originals and you know he's never played them for anybody else but you guys on Thanksgiving so give him you know give him a little love because he obviously didn't get enough as a child (laughs) I apologize um For the infrequency of episodes this month, it has been a trying month, to say the least. Um, You know, I've just been dealing with my father. If you're just tuning in and you're not in the know, my father's dementia has kicked in to radioactive... uh, just just the most intensity ever i shouldn't say that because it's it's not that intense but it is intense for me and my family because his uh decline was rapid and out of nowhere so i have been uh, dealing with that i was home in syracuse for quite some time I, I had to change my travel to stay there to be able to take care of my father uh to be able to wash his nut sack even more i learned a lot about washing nut sacks we'll get into that more <laughs> listen i i this whole experience in dealing with my dad and um just having to literally having to do stuff for someone you care about there's no choice you know there's that whole thing people say i would do anything for her i would do anything for him i'd take a bullet that's something we say when someone goes i'd do anything for them usually that's something people say until they actually have to do it you know it's just something you say you don't really mean it nobody wants to have to do anything at all i don't care who you are i don't even care if you're a fucking registered nurse no one really wants that (laughs) you think i want to be fist deep in my dad's taint for thanksgiving (laughs) fuck no 
I'll be the first one to say, no, fuck no. That's not, that, I don't want to do that. That's not my, my main, that's not my first choice. I'm going to be honest. No, it's, it's not my first choice to, you know, finger my dad's asshole. But um, it, it's a very humbling experience when you have no choice and have to do it. That is what I learned. I, I became an adult this past couple weeks. I really did. Because of what I had to do for my dad and because of my family having to make very difficult decisions and also learning as you go. No one teaches you this shit. And the one thing I've learned about this whole experience dealing with my father, whose details I'll get into in a minute, this country fails to care for its elderly. It fails to care for a lot of uh, people who fall into various categories, but one I can speak to personally is the elderly care in this country is absolutely fucking horrific. Unless you're rich or completely disabled, there's no care for the middle for the middle group of people who are starting to um, digress and just more slowly devolving, if you will, into that last stage of their life. There's no fucking care. And my father, unfortunately, wasn't the richest man. You know, my dad put all of his money on red. That was his financial plan. Just, you know, blow it all on a horse named, you know, Caboodle Cadoodle down at the fucking racetrack. <laughs> my dad blew all his savings on trifectas in, in, uh, Saratoga. So, you know, if you don't know about Saratoga, there's horse racing there. Google it. There's, there's a huge history of horse racing. But, you know, it, my father can't afford amazing care. And so we've had to sort of, as a family, figure out what the fuck we're going to do with him. And not only figure out what to do with him financially, figure out how to make him feel better and get to a place where he can be healthy and you know we've had to have aids um we gave him aids not like the magic johnson kind the uh the elderly kind <laughs> elderly aids maybe we should give him aids maybe his health care maybe his, his the government would help him more if he had real aids that's me sipping my tea because i'm talking trash but um quick recap on my father my father joe peluso 80 years old light of my life literally my best friend uh, uh just the first man i ever loved and he in the past year has started to show signs of dementia just things here and there and that's the fucking tricky thing about dementia in alzheimer's it sneaks up on you and it just taps on your fucking shoulder and you don't even notice it you turn around and you look and you're like oh what was that we, we, you can't even classify it when it shows up because it's it's so hard to detect early on and then all of a sudden you're you're sliding down a, a, a shit river you're going down a shit river you've got you've got an oar but you know the river doesn't care if you're trying to just navigate the river the shit river is going to take you wherever the fuck it wants to take you there's going to be a lot of shit references i should probably say ahead of time in this episode and in the previous and probably the um episodes coming up so <laughs> just fucking deal with it i don't care i'm in a place in my life where i don't fucking care because of what i've had to do and the realities i've had to face i don't fucking care i don't care what you think i don't care if you get fucking offended um just deal with it life is short and and she's a she can be a bitch and she humbled my ass this past couple months i'll tell you that much there's another obligatory 
sip of tea because I'm talking shit to life now. First it was government, now it's just life in general. I feel like Will Smith from that movie Collateral Beauty. I'm angry at time, I'm angry at love, and I'm angry at death. I'm angry at those motherfuckers right there. Um, so my dad... I saw him in August when I when I drove cross country and he was fine. You know, he was driving. Um, he, he definitely he's always had a little bit of a memory issue. You know, who doesn't? There's a lot of shit to remember, especially now. Technology has sort of taken the place of our brain having to remember stuff. Who, who remembers a fucking phone number? Tell me if you remember a fucking phone. The only phone number I remember is my old house number. And that's it. I, I mean, I don't remember anybody else's number. Maybe if I had John Stamos's number, I'd probably remember that shit. But, you know, a lot of us have memory issues. So even in August, we weren't really thinking about it as much. His mobility had started to adjust a little. We were noticing he was a little less mobile. And my father, his whole life was very, is, I don't want to say was, he's still here. I, I hate that I just did that. But he, his whole life, he was, he's very active. He, you know, went to the gym four or five days a week this motherfucker would go to the gym four or five days a week stand in the back of the aerobics class so he could look at the girls asses legit boss bally's total fitness realness joe peluso popping a boner in the back jane fonda's workout class in carousel mall (laughs) so we noticed the physical part right away because he had been this independent, active person our whole life. And, you know, in August, he was fine. And uh, I spent some time with him, and his mind was there, and he was feeling good. And, you know, he quit smoking cold turkey almost two years ago when my nephew was born. And he quit drinking in early August. And I'm saying this, the most beautiful thing about life and living and experience and garnering um experiences and all of this is is wisdom and wisdom is meant to be passed down and wisdom can be um it it can be acquired at any stage in your life you know you don't have to be 80 years old to have wisdom it's just a mindset and i feel like i've gained some wisdom from this whole experience so one thing i will say the one thing we realized about my father's health is that he, because of his neurological issues, his balance issue, and having some sort of mobility problems that we noticed early on in like August, he went to a doctor and the doctor told him he needed to quit drinking. Now, my father was a drinker, dr- booze, like boozy butch. This motherfucker would hang out the change of pace four or five days a week. He would go to the gym and then go to the bar. That was my dad's schedule. And he drank. He was a functioning alcoholic, for sure. You know, he never called us crying. He wasn't abusive. He wasn't a sloppy drunk. He just liked to drink, and he drank a lot, and he had a high tolerance. And so once he started to get these dizzy spells, and and his mobility was starting to get a little fucked up, um, we took him to the doctor. And the doctor told him he needed to stop drinking. And the doctor told him specifically, now, Joe, you can't do this cold turkey because of your body's somewhat dependence on alcohol you need to wean yourself off of it it could have detrimental effects to your brain and your neurological uh, system as it stands now my father didn't listen because he's a stubborn motherfucking italian and you can be angry and i'm angry i do have a lot of anger about that but he quit drinking cold turkey and that's the one thing that we can attribute to his dementia decline, to the dementia 
being increasingly active in the decline in his overall physical, mental, cognitive um, capabilities. So once he started, once he quit cold turkey, he went downhill fucking fast. So that's one thing I'm going to say to anybody out there going through a similar situation. I know it's a lot of, you know, it's like a niche maybe to have an alcoholic parent who maybe is experiencing some elevated dementia effects. But anybody who's drinking or you know anybody who's drinking, just know that, that, that if you come off of it right away, that can have some severe um, backlash. It, it can have some, um, what, what, what am I trying to say? Like not withdrawal, but just some real adverse effects to your system and to your mental health. So that was just one of the, the hardest things to know that even though he's trying to get healthy, the way he did it wasn't the best way for him, motherfucker. I mean, I just, of all things, I wish he just would have kept drinking. <laughs> if only he had stayed a drunk, maybe he'd be better. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, right? So, you know, all that being said, he declined and his memory wasn't good, so we had to give him AIDS. Again, not the Magic Johnson kind. Uh, we had to give them homemades. That's not AIDS that you get in your house, in your bathroom. Everyone calm down. But we have an amazing aide, Crystal, who's been helping him, who knew him prior. So that was amazing that he had somebody there that, that he knew. And, you know, it's just been difficult. He, he got a little bit better. I was home feeding him, helping the AIDS. I got in his asshole, y'all. <laughs> Thanksgiving was rough. Thanksgiving was one of the hardest Thanksgivings I have had. Um, I'm not going to cry. I got tears in my eyes, but I'm okay. I'm strong. I'm breathing. I'm breathing. I'm fine. Um, my dad just, he was a little out of it on Thanksgiving. I had to f- walk that motherfucker to the bathroom about 10 times. He, he kept shitting his pants. <laughs> And the funny thing is when I was younger, we'd always joke about him shitting his pants because he always had poop problems. We're Italian, you know, and he's a purebred Italian. There's digestive issues Uh, like agita is a real thing. It's 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 like IBS and Italians just go hand in hand. So we always had poop problems. I'm drinking green tea, y'all. First of all, implement some green tea in your life. This whole podcast is going to be about how to improve your mental health, what you need to eat, and how you can wash your father's asshole properly. Um, so, yeah, it was very difficult on Thanksgiving. I had my man there with me uh, who was meeting my family for the first time, and he, he had to come over to my dad's house, and I had to get my dad ready for Thanksgiving. And the first thing that my man sees is my dad's dick because my dad answered the door without any pants on (laughs) I'm like dad this is uh my new guy and your taint is staring him right in the eye so hey you know jump right into it we get real familiar real quick so I had to like wash my dad and he didn't know it was Thanksgiving he didn't know what month it was he didn't know what year it was and all those, you know, all those little things seem so in- insignificant, but when someone you love and someone who raised you starts to forget little things, the little things become so much more important. 
And so I washed him up. I washed his asshole real good. Uh, <laughs> it's very important. Like, I don't ever want my dad dirty or uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, the, some of these old folks' homes should be fucking ashamed by the way they take care or don't take care of their elderly. No one should sit in their fucking fecal matter. That's where I'm at in life, okay? No one should sit in their shit unless they've done some real terrible stuff. And even then, I think everyone deserves a clean asshole. Because if you have a clean asshole, at least you can start to improve your life. (laughs) I'm saying this as Bunny, my dog, one of my three dogs, is laying on my bed licking her asshole. How's that? I'm glad. You happy you can do that yourself, you little bitch? I had to do it for dad all week. So... I got him cleaned up, brought him to my sister's house, and we didn't know what to expect. You know, literally things are unfolding and revelations are happening and we have to adapt and learn how to deal with it as it comes because we've never dealt with this as a family. And so it's literally like life is just punching you. Life is just like jab, jab, jab. And then like you kind of get a little, you know, you're throwing off your feet a little bit, you're a little dizzy. And then just as you get your stance back and you're ready to throw a punch, fucking life hits you right uppercut right in your jaw so um you know he got up and had to go to the bathroom about 20 times crapped his pants about three times i didn't eat thanksgiving dinner i was so stressed and exhausted from taking care of my dad and i'm not trying to martyr myself i'm just explaining what the fuck happened um i looked so forward to eating thanksgiving food and having that meal with my family but by the time the food was put down I had brought my dad to the bathroom about 12 fucking times cleaned his butt about three times and I was just spent I was like damn is this what happens you just you get older and this is what happens right you just you got clean assholes Where's, like, teach me this in kindergarten. Let me know that somewhere down the line, I might have to clean an asshole. Don't teach me long-form division. Who gives a fuck how many times seven goes into 2,442? I don't give a dick about that. I'm never going to use that in my life. Tell me that it would be so much easier to clean my dad's asshole with surgical gloves. Oh, my God. I got to tell you guys, I was cleaning my dad's ass bare hands for like a week until I found a pair of surgical gloves. He had like just those plastic gloves, sanitary gloves. I'm saying surgical gloves. It felt like I was doing surgery on his taint. I got in there so good. I made that shit shine. Like I was going to sell it. Like I was going to sell his taint at an auction. (laughs) Gloves. Listen, first things first. You guys are probably listening to this like, duh. Yeah. Wear gloves. I didn't think about that. I was, you know, it's, I was Benjamin Button. We, this whole thing has been a Benjamin Button experience. You live forward and you learn backwards. Like, the moment I put those gloves on, he got the best wash of his life. He, he kept going, whoa, whoa. <laughs> when I got in there, because I, like, washed him good because he was so gross. And I think just the, my hands on his nuts just scared him a little, or I don't know what. He was just like, hey, whoa, whoa. I was like, Dad, calm down. He's like, well, go easy. You're handling me like I did something to you. You're handling me like I committed a crime. I was like, yeah, you did commit a crime. You shit your pants three times. I just had to joke with him. Every time I washed him, here's another bit, tidbit of wisdom. Washing your father, your mother, it it's going to be awkward. And... 
the beautiful thing about humor is it can cut that tension. It was so awkward for me, and it was awkward for my dad. He doesn't want to have his daughter's hands in his ass and on his twig and berries. You know, I'm there handling his meatball sandwich like I'm, you know, a $2 hooker. It's very, it's very awkward. So I used humor to break the tension, just to break the ice a little bit, so to speak, because my dad's dick was in my hand, and it, there, I was sudsing it up. What am I going to do? I sang songs. I was like, I'm washing your balls and washing your dick. Going to make it clean and make it feel good. This doesn't rhyme, but that's okay. Going to wash your butthole. Hey, hey. Like I just, (laughs) I literally was tapping my toe as I was making up that song. And my, my man said that from the hallway, he could hear me say, you got to wash your bunghole, dad. Just get in there and wash your bunghole. You got to get in there good. Because I was trying to get him to wash his bunghole at first. And, you know, that wasn't working because he couldn't do it as well as I could. I had, you know, I had the POV he didn't have. I literally was staring right into his asshole like it was a doorway to Narnia. I, I, I was. I was just in it. I, wh- I whistled in it. <laughs> Um, but we got them clean and the rest of the week we just try to get them healthy and feed them and make sure he got the nutrition he needed. Nutrition is so key for the elderly. You know, there's, there's so many pills that they're on and a lot of these pills can have alternatives that exist in, in proper nutrition in food and marijuana in different holistic alternatives that you can implement into their everyday regimen it's just a matter of doing a little research because not all pharmaceuticals are good and a lot of pharmaceuticals we put our old fuckers on have side effects that require more pharmaceuticals so we've been doing that whole juggling thing like oh does he need to take metamucil maybe he doesn't need to take metamucil maybe that's why he can't shit you know maybe he's backed up like the 405 because he takes too much stuff that is supposed to do the opposite you can't have your body relying on dumb powders and pills when all you really need is, you know, an orange and a blunt. How about that? <laughs> so it's just been a juggling act between my family and I. And the other thing that I realized when I got home to L.A., I just, I just got back to L.A. yesterday, um, the bonding that happened, and I didn't even know how this experience would bond me to my family. I wasn't even thinking about that. You know, my mother was married to my dad for 25 years. My dad had two daughters, Chris and Karen from his first marriage. And then he had Emily and I with my mom. All of us came together and did what we could and, and just figured out how to get him better. And and we did it. And you don't realize you're bonding. You know, it's the, bonding is a, is an interesting thing because it's invisible and it's almost something that you realize in retrospect for me anyways because when I got home to LA I was like wow I'm like I missed being around them and just having them by my side to help my dad so I grew up this this past month dealing with my dad fuck I've been humbled I've been (laughs) fucking heartbroken (laughs) <laughs> I've laughed my ass off with my dad's dick in my face singing him songs. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it wouldn't be awkward for him or I while I washed his dick. 
someone someone needs to come out with a soundtrack for people who have to wash their parents <laughs> literally the whole week all i've been doing is laughing and crying and laughing myself into tears and then crying and then laughing myself out of tears so it's just been an emotional fucking roller coaster of trying to get the man who i love so much to a place where he's okay <clears throat> and you know i you guys i asked you guys to ask him questions we tried to put it up last week and that didn't work i apologize and so let me get myself together jesus christ <coughs> excuse me god i sound like a fucking mess so i did ask him questions and he answered them um you'll if you guys have been following this podcast i've uh, interviewed my dad a couple times and if you've listened to older interviews and this one coming up you'll notice a difference so i apologize if he's a little foggy if he you know fuck that i don't apologize i take that back he's gonna be a little foggy um sometimes he didn't understand the question and i gave him time to think about it because i wanted his brain to make those connections i helped him where i th where i thought i should but please have some patience and um understand that uh he did the best he could <laughs> and he loves to entertain so i i know that he enjoyed it you guys asking him questions so thank you for that and um also there's been there's this place in illinois um illinois listen to me illinois i always say things wrong i'm a fucking asshole there's this place in illinois it's a assisted living home program if you will that has started to implement marijuana into their essentially into their medicinal overall plan for the people who are there like anybody who stays there can enjoy the benefits of medical marijuana at this facility it's called uh i think emerald triangle i want to think that that's the name of the place um there's a documentary that's floating around that my dispensary partner's wife thank you shout out to alicia for sending this to me clarity it's a medical marijuana documentary it's a short documentary on facebook anybody who's dealing with dementia or an elderly parent please watch it it's about this place in illinois that has started to implement medical marijuana into their um medicinal regimen and the effects are working and they're astonishing and so just check that out and just know that there are options and alternative options to help your loved ones and i am going to start to implement uh, medical marijuana into my father's regimen as well i'm taking away some of the shit that doesn't work and we're gonna get that motherfucker on a fat blunt so to speak and get him feeling good because everybody deserves that my father deserves that shit so he uh tried to tell some jokes that he couldn't quite remember and i thought that was cute and charming and what i'll do at the end of this podcast is i'll play you a x i'll play you a video audio file of when my dad performed with me last year at the syracuse funny bone every year that i come home i perform at the syracuse funny bone 
it's just a, a, a tradition for me. I do shows over Thanksgiving weekend and every year my father has come and every year he closes the show out and he gets practically a standing ovation. <laughs> he does like five to 10 minutes of jokes. And one of the other hardest things this past holiday season, uh, Thanksgiving was that my father wasn't well enough to do that. And so, you know, that was hard. That was really, really hard. So he tried to tell some jokes when I interviewed him and, um, for a little, um, you know, uh, for a little retribution, I'm going to play when he performed last year at the end of this episode, just so you guys can appreciate him and all his glory. And, um, you know, yeah, that was pretty hard that he, he didn't get to perform, uh, it's, it's crazy. You know, life can change so fucking fast and we're just trying to get him better. And, um, you know, I appreciate you guys, uh, listening. I appreciate your support and thank you for everybody who came out to the funny bone shows. We had a dope time. We had a couple sellouts. That was fun for, if you want to come see me, I'm going to be at St. Rock in Hermosa beach, California, hosting the women arts, show at St. Rock this Thursday, December 7th, I believe it is. And then for New Year's Eve, I'm going to be at the comedy American comedy company in San Diego. Come ring in the new year with your girl, Jesse May. I've got new merch. That's going to be there. I'm very excited about that. And then for Martin Luther King Jr. Weekend, a special, special weekend at Denver comedy works. Come see your girl. I'm going to be performing there in Denver for the first time. That's going to be such a fun weekend and we can celebrate Martin Luther King day the way he would want us to Martin Luther King jr. Day, uh, by smoking, you know, just by hot box in that comedy club and telling some jokes. <laughs> so, uh, this episode, I have my dad answer your questions and you'll hear him tell some jokes at the end and you'll see where I got it all. I mean, not all of it because I have my mother's sarcasm and sardonic sense of humor as well. But, you know, when it comes to the fart jokes and the washing butthole jokes, well, I get all that from my dad. Oh, you're not in the mood to answer no, I'm questions? Not, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not in oh. the mood, but. You're not in the mood, huh? Not in the mood, no. Well, people want to know things about you. Yeah. 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 So you're gonna answer some questions for people? Yeah. If you got, yeah, what are they gonna? What are they gonna phone in or what are they doing? No, I'm gonna read them to you. Oh, the how did how did you get how did you get to read them to me? They're, they sent them to me already. You're kidding? No, they sent them right to me. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. They were excited. I said, "Ask my dad anything to how be answered." They, how did they know? It was me, your father. Because they're, you're famous. I'm famous. <laughs> Dad, you know you do stand-up at my shows. So I know I do. I do a little, uh, what? You ten, do a couple pops. Ten minutes, ten, twelve minutes. Yeah, you minutes. do about ten. You got a tight ten minutes. Yeah, I got a good tight. Yeah. You yeah. got the golf joke? Yeah. Where I they go. four or five jokes. What's the golf joke when they, with the, when he goes in the woods? Oh. Do you remember that one? Yeah, he goes in the woods and he goes... Goes, yeah. And the guy's standing out there. He's going to hit his ball, and he's he come in and he, he the golfer hears. 
he says, the golfer says, what, what are you bothering me for? What are you bothering me for? He says, well, you know, I've got to have some toilet paper. He says, can you help me out with some toilet paper? He says, he says yeah, I probably can. I can't remember the end of this. And then, okay, so he says, I need some toilet paper. I need some toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, do you have, he asked about the money. Oh, yeah. Do you got two fives for ten? <laughs> <laughs> he needs a double wipe. Double wipe. Yeah, double wipe, not a double wipe. That's yeah, that you. that was the one that, uh, when she played, she hit the ball. Yeah. It went through the door. Yeah, what happened? We hit the wall, hit the the wall. Came back, hit her in the head, and killed her. What, and then what? Well, that's not saying. That was part of the joke. Oh, it, it, that was a part of the yeah. last joke? Yeah, and then that guy that, that stuttered. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. What about the stutter who goes the to the stutter. doctor? Well, that's, that's the next joke. Okay, we got a couple jokes. I'm so skipping the stutter, ahead. The stutter, uh, go, he's, he's, what did he do? He. What did the stutter oh, do? Oh, the stutter went, went oh, he's, he, he went to talk to the guy. Oh. What about the one with the stutter who goes to the doctor? You remember that one? Yeah. He says like he goes to the doctor with a stutter. He says, "Doctor, doctor, can't get rid of the stutter." You have a beautiful house. Remember that? Yeah, that was the punchline. Yeah, you have a beautiful house. What about the girl who's hanging on the on the? Oh yeah, What's that joke? Guy takes a girl out. Yeah, he 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 takes her out, and he's he comes back with the girlfriend, and she's she's she doesn't have any arms or legs. She's in a wheelchair. Yeah, she, and she's in a wheelchair. So the guy, she says, tie me up on on a clothesline. Woof. Then we can have sex. Whoa. What? Wow. Well. Well, risky. So. Uh, <laughs> he ties her up. No. The two guys go into the woods. Yeah. Okay, that's that's part of this joke. No, that you're adding three. Now you're putting four jokes into one. Four jokes. Yeah, into you get all you get all jokes into one joke. The uh, guy who takes the girl out from the the paraplegic chick. The, Remember, mean, he goes and he takes puts her. She says, "Hang me on the clothesline." Yeah, hang me on the clothesline. And we can have sex. Yeah, we can have sex. This is so right? awkward. And so, then what? So when he's done, what does he do? Well, part of the joke was. Uh, I gotta try to remember the part of the joke. He's, she, he, 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 they have sex on the clothesline. She's, yeah. hu- she's hooked up to the clothesline. Yeah, yeah, and he's gotta. And then when they're done, he's gotta bring her back to the house. Right. He, he, he You know, and the father, the father, he comes to the door and he yeah. says, "Well, you don't have to do that." He says, "Well, uh, uh, I want to be nice to her," you know. He said. And what the dad say to him? Most people. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I can't. What do most people do when they're done with her? Oh yeah, what are they going to say? I forget. They leave her. They leave her hanging. <laughs> they leave her hanging. <laughs> That's what they did. Poor little girl. That's Poor just, little girl, Dad. It's a joke. You're acting like it was a true story. Was that the one that uh, when they went into the woods? No. That. What about the one with the train tracks? Yeah, they went to the woods. Two, the, two hunters. Two hunters went. One went north. One went south. This they said you go north, I'll go south, and then we'll meet back here. Right. So they go and they go to the spot they're supposed to meet, and uh, <laughs> I lose train. And it's okay. And then they come back. They come back. 
Yeah, and and he says. Oh, he brings f- you back. He did. He said he found a girl. Remember? If, yeah, I found a girl, and he says uh, on the tracks, and he says, "Did you is, did you have sex with her? Did you have sex with her?" And he, he said, said yeah. "Yeah." He said, "Did you get a BJ?" Did you get a BJ? What would he say? Did he, he get said, a BJ? No, I couldn't find her head. <laughs> <laughs> Shows available for for children's shows, everybody. <laughs> you ready to answer some questions, Dad? Yeah, I'll answer whatever they McCarthy want. McCarthy Sean asks, am I good enough to marry your daughter? No. <laughs> no, you'll never get near her. You understand me? I'm an Italian. I kill people. Especially by this, you're messing around with my daughter. I'm going to kill you twice. I'm your youngest daughter. My youngest daughter, your baby. Yeah. Baby, you can't, don't fool around with my baby. What would you do to him? How would you knock him off? I'd, Italian style. I said Italian style. Yeah, Italian style. We 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 cut we cut his balls off. Yep. We stuff him in his mouth. Oh, nice little Christmas baggage. That's how you do it. Yeah. Little, little uh, stocking yeah. stuffer. Yeah, that's what you do. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Give him some cinder block shoes and put yeah. him in Onondaga Lake. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Jim Barney. What is hedonism like? Do you know what hedonism? Hedonism. 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 Do you know hedonism? Yeah, it's like a Hindu. <laughs> it's a Hindu religion. <laughs> what are you laughing at? It's a Hindu religion. It's a Hindu. <laughs> oh my God, I'm Hedonism is not Hindu. You're thinking of Hinduism. Hindu, I screwed up. Hindu? Hedonism is naked, like people who live in oh, like yeah, naked okay. communities. Oh, okay. You know, okay. like hedonistic yeah, yeah, communities? Yeah, yeah, okay. Where they walk with their balls out? Yeah, they walk with their balls. You never did that? I never went to a nudist. No, you're not into that? No. What about when you were in Germany? Did you go to the beaches and see boobies on the beach? Are yeah, you, you'd, have, you'd have girls that go tapas in, in Germany and France. Would you just stare at They would them? all go... Well, of course. <laughs> Why not? You know, that's my job. Okay, so Jim, my dad never did hedonism. He's into Hinduism. Apparently, my dad is a Hindu <laughs> yogi instructor. <laughs> yogi instructor. Eric Newhouse, did Jesse May's milkshake bring all the boys to the yard? Well, yeah, I was sitting there with a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. Automatic shotgun, too, and you just keep pulling the trigger. <laughs> and then you just wipe the person out. You understand me? Duck hunt. Nobody screws around with my kid. That's my. That's what's, oh god. That's my uncle. My uncle. What do we call him? Oh, well, uh, uncle, which uncle? Uncle Guido. Uncle Guido. Uncle Tony Two Fingers. Tony Two Fingers. Yeah, you don't mess around. The guy says, "What is? What happened to his fingers?" That's why they call him Tony Two Fingers. He's only got two fingers left. He's only got two left. Yeah, you keep messing around, yeah. Eric Newhouse. You better watch out. Yeah. Uh, is, that, is that his name? Yeah. Eric Newhouse? Eric Newhouse. Newhouse? Yeah. Does he work? Does he uh, go to Newhouse School? No, I think that's just his last name. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't go to Newhouse School? I don't in, know. In I can ask him. Syracuse University? Eric, do you go to Newhouse School? Let me know. Send me a message so I can tell my dad. Uh, Dennis Ibarra asks, were you ever into pinball? Pinball? Yeah, you know that pinball game when you yeah, go into like. Yeah, I used to, we used to play that game all the time. When you were a kid? No, no, we used to play it. Machine. Yeah, you like it, or is it kind of boring? Yeah, well, no, it was it was fun. You're into Keno though. You like gambling. Well, I like Keno. Yeah, I do like that. Game. Horse racing. Horse racing. I I don't like horse racing. It's too dull. It takes forever. It does take forever. Yeah, it takes forever to get going. Yeah, it's like what the fuck. You gotta wait till they they. they 
parade them out. Oh God! And they got to go around. They got to go do the around. lap, and they got to brush them. The jockey's got to take oh, a shit. It's <laughs> a whole fucking process. Yeah, I know. Um, Eric Cantu, do you think your daughter is as funny as we think she is? Oh, she's funnier. <laughs> you're the funny one, though. You always say you're the funny one. Oh, I'm the funny one. Though. <laughs> she's she's very funny. I probably I get my goofiness from you. Yeah, I hope so. And I think my sarcasm I get from mom. She's a sarcastic oh, biatch. Yeah. Oh, she is. Yeah. You had to deal with that for years. Yeah, I know. How many years were you married to Nancy? Seventeen. Yeah. Was that it? Around seventeen. How years? many times did she fart in those seventeen years? Be honest. Once. Once. That's all I remember. You know what? Doing. And I have to be honest. As her daughter, thirty-five years as her daughter, I only remember one fart. Her? Yeah, I didn't hear it, but I felt it creep up my back like a. <laughs> crooked like a the crypt keeper's hand just tip tapping on my shoulder <laughs> and then it punched me in the face <laughs> her fart was like the crypt opening and was, dead souls creeped out of her butthole oh, really was that bad oh god it was terrible silent but deadly silence but deadly yeah okay ricky martin asks if robin williams were still alive would you and him do a hair show off competition oh he's saying you're hairy you are a hairy person is he hairy too? Robin Williams was very hairy. Was he? Oh, he was furry. He wasn't even hairy. He was, he was furry. Oh, yeah, he was furry, wasn't he? Remember how furry he was? Yeah, he was furry. And you know our last name, Peluso, what does right. it mean? Hairy. Hair literally means hairy. Yes. Pell is hair and Uso is many. Yeah. And I know, I've seen your balls all week. <laughs> <laughs> you when you, when you were washing me? Yeah, I was washing your balls. Jesus Christ. Was that awkward oh. for you? No, I got used to it. I... <laughs> No, I did. I was a little embarrassed, but it, it didn't bother me after no. after a while. Because you feel good after you get all yeah, we we'll get all that scum off. Me and then, <laughs> it's <laughs> like you're rolling around little, in a the little balls cake batter. Out, Jesus, out, those little balls come out of my ass. Oh God! Oh, it's like a Betty awful. Crocker cake mix. It down was there. awful. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. Oh my God! I had two fives for a ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need like thirty-five fives for yeah, a ten. Yeah. Junie Bean Jones, she says, OMG, haven't seen your dad in forever. He looks great. Do you know Junie Jones? Junie Jones. Junie B. Jones. Uh, no, I no? don't. Well, she, he doesn't remember you, Junie. Maybe it's just a little lapse of memory, but he says hello. Yes, hello. Rob Perdue asks, may I have your daughter's hand in marriage? Poof. <laughs> yeah, you come up, the, you come see me when I'm up on the porch. <laughs> And I got I got that makeup under my eyes, and I'm gonna <laughs> blow your fucking brains out. <laughs> I love that you're killing half the people in this question in this Q and A. Okay. Uh, Frank Costanzo. Oh, I got Frank Costanzo. Do you know Frank Costanzo? Yeah, I know. He Frankie says that's Costanzo. the Joe I know. Yeah, that's yeah I know him. You want to say anything to Frank? I haven't seen Frank in forever. Where do you know Frank from? From around, you know, where I live. Northside? Northside. Is he a Northside Guinea? The Northside Guinea. Syracuse? Frank, what did he, what was, did he do? He's got a cigar in his photo here. He looks like a real Ginzo. He is. Looks like he might do some uh, crime. Do some damage. Yeah. They call him t- Tony Two Fingers. Tony Two Fingers. <laughs> Blake Sherman wants to know, how do you stay in such great shape? I chase 20-year-olds <laughs> until I catch them. <laughs> You're such a perv. Yes, I am. John Leischer, Mr. Peluso, do you have any words of wisdom for young adults? <laughs> Don't get married. That's, <laughs> no? That's the first word of wisdom. <laughs> if you get married, 
get divorced right away. <laughs> and do not pay alimony. Dad. Okay, that's that's crazy. <laughs> do not pay alimony. I got four daughters. Are you shitting me? We all had braces. The, you they all had braces. I'm just going way back. They were like fifteen hundred dollars. They were like thirty five hundred dollars a pop. So no, it was like two grand. It was like two grand a pop. Two grand a pop. Yeah, eight that's, grand worth of dental. Four kids. Four. We have great smiles. Oh, you, they did a hell of a job on you. They really did. You yeah. Look, you all look great, but you had the space. <laughs> I had the space. I you did. Had, you had the space. <laughs> I had. T- I had buck teeth. You didn't have buck teeth. Yes, I did, Dad. My teeth came out at you like a three D movie. <laughs> you just don't remember it because I'm your pride and joy. Oh, okay. Um, Shane Reeve says I look just like you. I do look just like you. Yeah, you do look like Do you know me. what that feels like to wake up in the morning with no makeup and realize you look like an 80-year-old Sicilian man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jacqueline McKenna asks, how much do you laugh around me? A lot. We laugh a lot. Right? Yeah, we do laugh it, The a whole lot. family does. We're all nuts. Yeah, we're all nuts is right. You got four daughters, a few ex-wives, some golf clubs. I know. Hold that in your face. It is. It's, it's crazy. I got four daughters. You're, they're all wacky. We're all wacky in our own way. Right. In your own way, you are. And Blake Sherman wants to know, who's your favorite daughter? <laughs> you had asked me that, didn't you? <laughs> I think we all know. We're going to send Tony two fingers to come see <laughs> Tony, you. Tony, you're murdering everybody, <laughs> Okay. Okay, last question. Yeah. What's your favorite meal? Blake Sherman wants to know. My favorite meal? Yeah. Homemade macaroni. Homemade macaroni. Meatballs, sausage. Meatballs and sausage. Homemade sauce, though. You can't you can't jip out and on homemade the sauce. sauce. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I know that, that that ragu shit. Oh fuck the ragu! But what did we discover at Wegmans? The delicious blush. Oh yeah, the blush, blush sauce. Blush is fantastic. I still got a bunch of. That's that. the only sauce I get. Did you know that I had? Did you see? Yeah, I got you the sauce. Did you look in the cupboard? You've and see got thirty-five it? jars up there. <laughs> that many. You've got a whole bunch of jars up in the cabinets. Really? Yeah. What did I got? That's the time timeout. No, no, no. It was just her phone ringing. Was, there's oh. no timeout. You, 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 uh, you want to say any other words of advice for young people? I like John Leisher's question. You have any other words of advice besides don't get married and don't pay alimony for everybody out there? Y'all, 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 because you go broke. But what else do you want to tell them? Maybe laugh a lot. You think that's yeah, a good word? Yeah, laugh a lot. Love laugh, laugh a lot. Because nah, people don't laugh anymore. They don't. They don't. So I, I'm glad I have a daughter that makes people laugh. You are? But Yes, I am. But uh, they, people don't know how to laugh anymore. They really don't. They don't. No, they don't. They don't know. They really don't. And they, well, that's that's what that's my thought. What about the guy went <laughs> 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 golfing with his with his. His wife, and she hits a ball. Yeah. She comes up. She comes up for her ball. Yep. And she come, She sees the ball, and she she goes. He he goes over and looks at it, and he says, uh, "Well, here's what you're gonna do. You, you you hit it through the window there." He said, "And op- through the opening open window, and it comes back, and it'll 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 probably bounce on the green, and you'll get a birdie." Right. Okay. So now you made me forget. Okay, so she hits it through the wall. She window. It, she hits it through the window. That's the one that left her hanging. No, it? no, it's no, a different no, one. A different hits her one. in the head. Doesn't it hit her in the head? Yeah, it hits, it hits her in the head and it kills her. <laughs> and then what? Then, he, then I can't remember. It sounds like a great end to a beautiful marriage. Yeah. <laughs> Just murdering your wife? That answers 
what you wanted to tell everybody about not getting married. No, that's uh, that's. I've been. I was married four times. Four times. Where'd the other two ladies come from? Wasn't I married four times? You were married two times, Joan and Nancy. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it, Dad. What you okay. want to go for MVP record? No, 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 no. Okay, I can't remember. All right. Well, I think everybody will enjoy hearing your answers to their questions. Okay. And uh, yeah, all we have to say is make sure you guys don't get married and you laugh a lot, right? Yes. All right. Yes. It keeps you happy. It keeps you healthy. It, that's what it does. It does. A lot of people don't know how to laugh. They, just, they don't know how to enjoy life. No, we bust each other's balls all the time. <laughs> yeah, we bust. We, not only do I bust your balls, I wash them as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> love you, Dad. Everybody's wa- washing my balls now. <laughs> okay, I love you, babe. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye. I saw a girl tied up on the railroad tracks. So what'd you do? Did you get lazy? Yeah. Get a blowjob? No, I couldn't find her head. <laughs> Sicily, we're getting married. 
God. Sicily, you can't touch your wife until you get married. You can't screw her. You can't screw her. You can't touch her. You're very strict. So it's Giuseppe and Maria. It's Giuseppe. It's Giuseppe. So Giuseppe's with them, Maria. They're in the room alone. And Giuseppe says, can I touch your breast? She says, Giuseppe, we're getting married in two weeks. You don't, you don't, you know, what are you worried about? No, I can't. So she keeps pressing her. She says, okay, okay, touch him. So he touches So he, a couple seconds later, he says, what is it, Maria? Maria? <laughs> He says, can I kiss your breast? And she says, no. Come on, come on, please. Oh, uh, she says, Giuseppe, we're getting married in two weeks. Can't you wait? No. Okay. So she takes her clothes off and he kisses her, kisses her breast. So now he gets, he's getting excited again. So he says, can I go down and kiss your pussy? Ah, Jesus! <laughs> this man? Never say that word! Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got a comeback with that, but they're going to get mad at me. <laughs> so anyway, she, she says, can I go down and kiss your pussy? He begs her, begs her. She says, okay, go ahead. So she takes her clothes off. He, this is a visual joke. She bends over and he goes, oh. She says, Murray, that thing won't last two weeks. sick joke. <laughs> this girl's a paraplegic. She got no arms or legs. And this guy gets, he likes her, so he takes her out. So they go, they, they come back to the house, and she says, you want to, you want to fuck? She's at her house. She says, bring me around in the backyard. Tie me up on the clotheslines. We can have sex. They have sex. She's tied up on the clothesline. So he gets her down. He puts her in a wheelchair. He goes back to the house. He rings the bell. And the father comes out. He says, oh, I can't believe you brought my daughter back. He says, it's incredible. Incredible, incredible, incredible. He says, thank you, thank you. He says, nothing. He says, uh, why do you ask? Because most guys leave her hanging there. <laughs> No, she got two fives for a ten. 
Coach, what am I going to do? Wait a minute, I get it now. Oh, this is a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stuttering Joe. Oh, this is the best. Okay. <laughs> this guy goes to the doctor and he says, uh, he stutters. He says, doctor, I'm stuttering. Can you, can you help me? The doctor says, yeah, I think so. So he says, take your clothes off. So he examines them. He says, I found out what's wrong with you. He says, you have a giant, giant penis. We have to cut it down and you'll stop stuttering. He says, okay. No. Two weeks later, he rushes into the office. Doctor, doctor, you got to do something. You got to make it bigger again. I, I can't satisfy my girlfriend anymore. The doctor looks at him and says, fuck you. <laughs> Stuttering jokes I've ever heard. It's not dirty, it's clean, man. So uh, these two guys are in a, in a locker room at the golf course. And this guy comes up, he says, How are you doing? He says, Okay. Oh, you, you stutter. He says, Yes, I do. I know, I know how to cure that. He says, How? He says, You have to, you have to give your your wife's going to give you a blowjob and you won't stutter anymore. He said, oh, okay, I'll try it. <laughs> so two weeks later, he comes back in the locker room and sees the stutter. He says, how'd you do? I said, not too bad. Thank you, sir. But you have a beautiful house. <laughs> I just found 12 cans of dog food open in the garbage. She said, well, well, what, well why did you do this? Said, well, I can't see good. I said, I see a can in the, in the cupboard. I just take it out and eat it. She said, well, I think I better call a doctor. See, it's okay. So she calls the doctor. My, my, father, my husband's been eating dog food for a week. She said, well, it hurt him. She says, uh, the doctor says, no, I don't think so. You should be okay. I'll call you back in a couple weeks. Let me know what happened. Anything happened. So she calls him. Doctor goes, calls him back in two weeks. Everything, anything happens. He says, yeah, he's dead. He's dead. What happened? Well, he was out in the middle of the road. Look at his balls. He got hit by a truck. <laughs> Play, play, play. Girl, you think I'm so sexy? I'm 
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.